to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton have to do it all over again in the FA Cup as we go to yet another replay which these two are absolutely buzzing about because by the way they love replays. Uh, two all draw with Grimsby. Today we discussed that game and also bring you our live reaction from the FA Cup which is just about to get underway now, the FA Cup draw. Uh, potentially who will Luton or Grimsby be playing potentially in the next round of the cup uh, Dave's with me Amber Tyra's with me lads you must be absolutely buzzing that we've gone to an FA Cup replay um, oh mate I cannot tell you I cannot put it into words what about you Dave uh, I'm loving the fact that we have an opportunity to do the job properly because uh, we didn't do a good job at home did we we're lucky to no. to even got to the next round yeah. at that point so you know if it were for replays you said I was about to say you were felt, quote the other day yeah, yeah, yeah you felt it. that it was going to go on that, that we would be in a position we might even lose. Yeah. So, uh, let's what, see. But what was his exact quote though, Dave? <coughs> Wasn't his quote on the bus on the way back something like, or very similar to, oh, I'm glad that we're going to a replay so I felt like we lost that an extra time. I didn't say I'm glad, I am just said I felt I felt if there was an extra half an hour we might have lost that game. I didn't say I'm glad we're going to a replay. Well, no, not glad, yeah. But <coughs> something, yeah. A, ref- a replay just doesn't benefit us in any way, just an extra game in the calendar. But it's an opportunity to get through the next round of cup, so... Can't complain. We're not going to argue about it today. <laughs> we're not going to argue about it we today. Might, we might. Um, well, the benefit of the replay is we're still in the cup. That's right. So we're, we're, I'm happy with that. I hope we get I hope we get a poor draw and we can win that easily and be in the quarterfinals. We're at that stage now where it is like, do you want, and obviously we, we have to get through, but do you want a Tottenham away, a Man United away, or do you want someone at home? But I say at home, a home form's rubbish at the moment. So if anything, we'd be better off to get someone good away. No, I, I'd like a, I'd like the, the worst team left at home. Some would argue that we might be the worst team left, but you know, I'd like, I'd like, <laughs> oh, some, yeah. I'd, like I'd like, to, I'd like to. Do you know why? Because you don't get this journey that often. You don't, and you know, you guys have not seen it in, in, in an FA Cup semi final. So why not dream a bit longer? And you know, if we do get, a, if we're going to get a big team, yeah, let's go away because uh, that'll be a fun day. Um, We'll keep you updated as the FA Cup draw comes in. Obviously, as this comes out, you already know who we've got anyway. But it's our live reaction to what actually happening on the iPad right here, in case you're wondering, YouTube. Um, three word reviews of Luton Town 2, Grimsby 2. Ian says, not good enough. Lou says, poor in defence. Mark says, home form continues. Mike, defence needs improvement. Will says, another Adebayo goal. JP says, grim home results. Uh, Larrick says, terrible home form. Um, loyal Luton Sports Club say, replay debate again. Well, you've already clarified that we're not going to do that. Well, but, I mean, there are some valid points there. We, we, we literally, um, I think we, we know, we, we know we can be better than that. That's the first thing. Some defense, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> some defensive errors. All right, mate. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, there were some defensive errors. It's great that Eddie Bayo's back on the scoring mm-hmm. sheet and it was good to see Morris come back in the team. But yeah, four the, in a row. The yeah. one, <clears throat> one we keep seeing is about the home results, though. Mm-hmm. The home performances and the home. Form is not good still, really, is it? 
<clears throat> no, but team, we said this the other week. The teams come and they, they've set themselves up differently this season for us at yeah, home. They've even, like, obviously, with I all don't due respect to League Two opposition, there's twice this season we haven't won. Yeah, that's such an easy thing to say. That teams are coming up and setting up differently because yeah, uh, it's an easy thing to say. However, <laughs> I but, uh, said it. <laughs> but you know, if when we were the underdogs, when we were going to the Norwich as, as a non-league club, you went there with a bit of hope. But you, you, your team plays with a bit of passion. You know, you can't say that Grimsby didn't give it all. They're all, they're all because they did. Their fans were brilliant, by the way. It was good to see that. Um, but we didn't not win that because of, they set up differently. We just it was just poor defending for the goals. And I think it's, that's just happened a lot this season at home. And yeah, I, I don't know no, why. I we just it can't is, cut out these errors. It is poor defensively, like I say. Um, obviously, we'll get into obviously the goals. But um, I just can't understand why it is at home. We're not getting a result. And you've got to give credit to Grimsby, to be fair to him, because they play very, very well. It makes no sense, though, does it? It makes right. no sense that the home form is poor and the away form is better. But, you know, maybe when you're in the away games... The, the home teams there are more relaxed for it. Maybe maybe that's what it is. We we all expect to win at home. We all expect to get better results from home than away. Why I don't do know if I do at the moment, you know. At the moment, every home game I'm looking at, I'm thinking, in my head, I'm thinking we should win this. Yeah, but, but then that's what I'm saying is, I agree with you, we can't take anything for granted. But as fans, normally we think you've got a better chance of winning at home than away. There's no real logic in that at all, apart from you have fans behind you. That's it. There's no real logic why we think we we should win more at home than we do away. None at all. Because it's a game of football. Football can be different wherever you play it. That's how I look at it. But you expect more good performances at home because you've got your fan base behind you. Yeah, I think, obviously, like you say, <clears throat> performances, uh, obviously, getting a bit of form, especially when we know in the last couple of seasons our home form has been pretty solid, to be fair. I think this season is the only, well, not the only season, but like you say, it's it's really, it's, what is it, three, four wins? Three. Three, three wins at home all season. And we, we've, what, usually have three wins by the first 10 games, I'm pretty sure, in like recent couple of seasons. But put that together, how many defeats have there been as well? Yeah, not three. many. Three? I think we've had like seven draws or something. Yeah, seven. Like it's the draw that have thrown us off. But like we say, flip it around the other way. Way results, happen. change it around, pretend that's home results, and yeah, we fly but it, still, but it so. makes no it makes no real sense apart from no. we all expect it because we're at home. That that's all I, I know, and we're there supporting. I think that's what it is. Um, you know, I, I really quite enjoyed the atmosphere on Saturday. I thought it was quite. It was a good was atmosphere, good. wasn't it? Yeah, um, to have the whole oak end of away yeah, yeah. supporters was was like it used to be. It was nice. And the I was say, fish that we see as well, it's five <laughs> outside of water, it's brilliant, wasn't it? I was going to say. It reminded me a bit of being a kid growing up and supporting Luton, obviously coming and having the away fans in the Oak Road and where we sit, like just to the left of the tunnel. It when they scored, they're right up in right up front, and you're basically in like touching distance of me. I just I don't know. I just feel like it creates such a better atmosphere because otherwise we're split up in our home sections of Oak Road. People singing this end, singing it. I just feel like it just worked perfectly. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, and obviously, when I was growing up, it was. Uh, the opposite end was the away end. So it was, uh, uh, and in fact, we always went up that end as well because uh, it was cheaper. <laughs> That's right. the only reason. And it was open, obviously it got cold and wet. But it was nice to see a proper atmosphere there for an away team. Because sometimes when they're sitting over the other side and there's, a, you know, 1,500 of them to, on, on the weekend, but normally 1,000 or whatever, yeah, you can't hear them. Um, True. What did you make of Grimsby? Because... Like, obviously, well. we w- what we were all expecting, we all said it. And to be fair, we said this 
last week on the podcast, it was going to be a tough game and it was a potential of one course. that if we were going to, it would be a Luton thing to do to turn up and not win that. Um, but I was quite impressed with Grimsby. What did you, what did you guys make of them? I thought they, were, I thought they played very, very well. To be fair, I, uh, well, I said it maybe after the game because I was a bit, a bit emotional. But I said um, something along the lines of, I felt Grimsby were the better team. Yeah, I, I, maybe they well, weren't. I, I don't know, but I felt like I they were very, very good, and they did their jobs better than we did our jobs. Listen, they so. came, they came to to try and spoil the party, and they did that. And you know, fair play to them for having a go. Uh, they did play well. They took their chances, which we didn't take ours. Not all of us. And the thing is, though, Dave, you say we didn't take our chances, but they didn't really give us many chances. They they defended so well. They, they really did. I think they set up five at the back, wasn't it? Like four across the midfield. I think it was clear that we we were. You know, we could have been a stronger team when we played well. Um, the FA Cup draw is literally about to get underway. Mark Chapman stood there. Uh, oh, good. Waiting. We're number six, aren't we? Number six. So, who, who, so before we get back into that game, forget the replay at the moment. Who okay. would you want in the next round? Um, Give me a team. Not- who's, who's left? That's the question. I can't remember. So I, I genuinely, if we're going to get a home draw, I want a really winnable one. So something that we, you know, somebody who's not like the considered... the last two home draws. Well, no, but, you know, I want a winnable one. If we're going to get an away draw, I'd like to go to Tottenham. But Tara, who do you want? I can't really, uh, Do you know what? I want the first team that came into my head was probably Leeds away. Because I've never done Leeds away. and I would like to do it. And I think that, I feel like they are beatable as well. Yeah. And I feel like we could get at them. In a, in a, not get at them as such, but you know what I mean? We could... Can't we just have one closer? Leads away. Uh, don't like I think for me, I'm going to have to say Tottenham away. Tottenham away. Or that stadium is a second awesome. choice would be West Ham potentially. Actually, yeah, Tottenham or West Ham, they're winnable games as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, based on the current form, they are kind of winnable, aren't they? But not for us. I, I just this is like the cup. This is why I like the FA Cup at this point. I'm now starting to dream that we could actually get really far on, and I know I'm going to. That's going to come and bite me in the ass at some. Would point. Would have just been nicer to have been through so we could have watched this and genuinely been excited for it but I don't know you're still well, going in with a bit of like mm, you know well, well, no, go win the see I, I genuinely think when you're an underdog uh, which Grimsby clearly are still the underdog on this tie um, I genuinely think you get one shout at it and if you don't win that then nine times out of ten you get knocked out you know we, we've had a couple of good draws against big teams and gone to their place and got slaughtered and you know especially when we were in the lower league. So I'm hopeful that we can put it to bed and, and get it done. Yeah, and then, sure right. yeah, and then, then we get a nice draw in a minute and uh, we're all thinking, oh yeah. my God, now it becomes a must-win tie. The only thing is, though, it's midweek games, isn't it? Just like, yeah, it doesn't just, matter. Uh, it's know. a great day out. Yeah, but midweek games. It's a great day out. Up. What's going on? I'll just cancel my day. What would be wrong with Spurs away midweek with 9,000 loot and just getting a train into I London? I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I prefer it to be a Saturday. Yeah, but it's not, so... Well, it's obviously, midweek. I know... I know, <laughs> oh, you know what he's got, who is he? Get him out of my face. Can I just um, say also, the BBC know how to spin this out, don't they? Look, they just fair. want you to watch the one show. That's all they're doing. Anyway, let's wait a little bit longer for that to uh, come on. Listen, I don't want Stoke. Um, how about no. Southampton? Are they still in? Ooh. They're still in it, yeah. Yeah, let's get them. Ooh. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, let's talk about the goal that made it 1-0 to Grimsby the other day. Um, he come just on the stroke of half-time. It was a corner in. Um, the header back across goal beats Potts to his man. And I know it just kind of like, I don't want to say like Awful. trickled in, but it was like a slow like bounce Awful goal. into the goal. Mate, we could all see behind Why the Why didn't the goalkeeper save that? 
What, 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 what was he, he thinking? Hesitated. He just froze, didn't he? I think he thought that someone was going to be on the line blocking it or someone was going to hey, go everyone. across and whatever else. Jaws underway, everyone, by the way. Here we go. But yeah. Live reaction. We've never done a live reaction properly, have we? No. It so was it, a poor goal, though, wasn't it? It, was a, it really... was a horrendous goal. And, you know, I think, Horva, here we go. Oh, number no, two. two. There you go. Southampton out first. Southampton. If this is number six next, that'll be amazing. I don't Four, know. Then. Even that's just a bit. It's not us. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, no. You're oh, joking. Goodness me. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, you know, oh, you know what's going to happen. There you go. Grim's going to beat us. Oh my god! Potentially Southampton <laughs> away. I just said that. Oh my god! Excellent. That is brilliant. Oh, it, well. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? We have to beat Grimsby now. Please, come on. It's kind of fitting, isn't it? Oh, it'd be great to go there and win, wouldn't it? Let's be fair. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? Oh, Leicester sorry. versus Blackbird of Birmingham. You know what sort of tie is that? Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, initial reactions in Southampton away. <laughs> no, I just said that, didn't I? Say, wouldn't it be fun to get, to get past Grimsby first? But all, all I'm thinking is, how bad are your eyes when he pulled the ball out? He goes, I'm thinking, sitting going, didn't you say we're number six? <laughs> I couldn't see that being six. <laughs> Stokely like, Brighton could be uh, a good tie. No, bro. So I can't really see from it. To be they fair. should have got us some FaceTime here. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I think um, Brighton will win that one. Wrexham or Sheffield United? Come on, give them Man City. Yeah. Why um, not? And that's one of them out. Um, maybe we should carry on talking about but yes, that Grimsby and mm. the goal we conceded the other day. Um, Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur. There, there we go. Yeah, so the there goal we conceded the other day, though, uh, in the um, in the game, I, I wondered why Horvath just seemed to sort of usher it in almost. Yeah. Like he couldn't yeah, go was, for it. To be fair, it was just poor round when it defending. How he's, what did he say? It was Potts that got beaten to the ball. Yeah, it was, yeah. And you could see it, though, obviously, because we're right behind there. You can see... Clearly, the ball was coming back across, and it, like you say, very slight. It wasn't like it was a bullet header either. Hey, this is, can just I just froze. say about the FA Cup draw? Sorry to interrupt you. This is heading from Man City, Man United game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so well. why didn't he? Um, why didn't he save it? Uh, was he was he late in seeing it or whatever else? I don't know. Don't get it right. I, maybe, well, I don't think he was late. I just think he didn't judge it enough. Like he just froze, and he thought, oh, maybe it's going wide, or I don't know what he was thinking. To be fair, but not anymore. As much as it was poor goalkeeping. It was also poor all round from defence. From the defence, sorry. And just disappointing to concede another um, set play, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just, just one that we should be dealing with. But yeah, unfortunately, it went like that. And then into the second half, we come out, we get a penalty quite early on, which was quite mm-hmm. good because otherwise Grimsby could have potentially sat back and, and started some time wasting. But yeah, we got the pen, our first penalty of the season, by the way, everyone. Yes, yeah. And yeah, Adebayo, you know what? Come on, he bought that pen so well, didn't he? Yeah, did, I, did you genuinely think, think it was a, it was a pen? Yeah. Did you think it was a penalty? I thought there was contact, yeah. I thought, but I, he, he, he made the most of it. Yeah, hundred percent. He made the most of it. I mean, at, at the time, I just I said to the, uh, the people around me, I said, "Look, is that a penalty? Did, was there any contact?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course, there's contact." I even saw the replay back, and I, look, I looked at it. I thought, maybe he's you know. I thought it was inc- stairs, I thought it contact, was incredibly light. I think yeah, he did he's well. Made to, the most of it. He's bought that penalty, and you know, fair play. It was good acting, though. I thought it was a pen. I don't, I don't get this. He bought a pen. He was fouled. It was a pen. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's still contact, but it's, like, it's a soft one. I think that's what you're saying, David. It's very soft. And I'm, it is very, it was soft, but it's a penalty. I feel like... If we'll take it. We don't care. We're we not should arguing, have had mate. a lot of soft penalties this season. But, yes, no, of course. Um, hey, uh, with our FA Cup tie, do you think the, the TV would be interested because it's Nathan Jones versus us? Mm-hmm. 
Probably. I think they do try and space them out over the whole week. So, so that could chance. change, couldn't it? There's every chance. Um, Adebayo scores the pen. Four goals in four games for him now. Uh, clearly, everything going well for him at the moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but and, and he's, he took it well. I'm, I'm really pleased for him because we know he can score more goals than he, than he has so far. He was good last season. There's no reason why he can't get better now. Um, but when we go one all, you just think there's only one team that's going to push on, and mm-hmm. that's going to be us, right? And then what? Thirty-five seconds later, or whatever, if that. Wow! What? No, that's, no, that's the second, second goal, goal mate. mate. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was looking at that and thinking about something else. <laughs> well, let's talk about the <laughs> second goal, it out, please. Thank you. Mm, he's but, not yeah. getting it out. But what about if I go <laughs> like that away from it and start smashing the table? <laughs> we had that. <laughs> let's talk about the second goal because it was a brilliant goal. I feel like it would have looked better if the keeper wouldn't have got an arm to it. A hand to it, but yeah, the ball in from Doughty from the right hand side. Uh, Clark, lovely little flick up and volley, and the keeper's got a hand to it, yeah, and it, it still goes in goal. net. But it was still a brilliant goal, and a brilliant it was technique. a good goal. I mean, to be fair, I was being a bit critical towards the goalkeeper as well, going, Oh, he's got a hand to it, he should have pushed it out, surely. But then I see the replay, I was like, That's a really good goal, really good finish. And yeah, why are you being so complimentary about the other team tonight? Why not? Well, he should have put you know, you, you, I, I was glad that the goalkeeper didn't push it out. I just I just think it's brilliant when a League Two club comes down to a Championship club. Doesn't matter who, if it's our team or whatever, and they they get a result and they play well. I just I appreciate it. I think I appreciate the tie. I thought it was a good cup tie. I also appreciate the replay. Sorry about yeah, that. but I, I thought I genuinely thought it was a good. I thought <laughs> it was a good. It was a good cup tie, and I thought the goal, the second goal, was a bit of class, and it showed, and it showed that we have the ability to be better than than Grimsby are. I mean, Grimsby didn't expect to get anywhere near us, really. Their fans didn't. They were saying, you know, we'd be lucky to, you know, to get anything out of the game. Mm. And they did. Now they've got to go and do it again at their house. But um, 2-1, that's it. We're finished. We're doing it. We're going to win this game and we're probably going to get three. That's what I felt. I didn't think they were going to score. And then what happened? Hmm. Really, really yeah, poor Yeah, and you, yeah, you in now. 30 seconds later, Batara, yeah. what happened? Well, was it 30 seconds? I don't know if it's 30 seconds, whatever, but it felt like about 10 seconds. It was just, I don't actually know what happened. I think I just looked up and the next minute the ball's gone past I didn't, all, Yeah, I didn't, I looked up and just sort of hit the back of the net. I was, yeah. didn't even realise they were I in just that see position. The, I just see the ball being played through and I thought, what's happened here? Well, I looked up and the next minute, I saw like, he's just gone through a gap in defence and he's like, well, what the hell's happened there? The next minute the player's through and you're thinking, is he through there? Next minute he's put it in the bottom corner and you think, I think, was how? It? Well, did Potts get done by a small touch around him, I think. I think there was a pass and it was just flicked and it went through him. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. That's oh. how I look at it. And I think, um, you know, we just switched off, didn't we? We just switched right off. Now, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, a, it was a massive error from Potts, just jumping out of the way of it. It does no, look like he kind he of pulls out. No, yeah, it does. He looked like he jumps out of it, to be fair. I'm right. not sure why. The ball comes up. It's almost like the ball comes towards him. It's flicked by a player in front of him, around him. That's I don't what know. I see. It does look like it's pulled out. I don't know. From from my impression of watching that back, it's almost as if someone's given him a shout to let it go or to leave it or something because it it just looks really unnatural the way he's left the ball. I don't think he left the ball. I think it was passed around him. Just get to the goal. He's Harry. getting it up here. He's but, getting um, to the goal. But whatever it is, it was still very, very disappointing that you know we couldn't keep that lead for a couple of minutes because after that, then you'd have just pushed on. And you'd have had more opportunities, I'm sure of it. Just kind of feel if you just defend that, we see it through, don't we? If yeah, we exactly can. that. And I'm hoping that... Um, uh, uh, hoping what? Well, that Pataro sees this and says, I agree with you. 
Right, here we go. Here we go. So we're watching it now. If, if so, Absolutely not, Dave. That guy flicks it on. <laughs> yeah, he flicks it on. He's miles away. Look. Yeah, that's the, the ball. Going f- oh, hang on a minute. Dave, look. Yeah? Pulls out of it. Talking, Jeez, that is talking that. to the mic, please. Awful. Sorry. That is awful. Okay. I'll take what you say. I just think, you know, he's it wrong-footed him. He's wrong-footed no, him with the flick. That's David. what I'm saying. No, look he at this. Look at this. Pull, he don't pull out look of a tackle. This. You do not pull out of a tackle on purpose like that, especially in that area. He's wrong-footed by the flick over his head. He had to turn. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> He just could have stuck a leg out and got that, to be fair. And given away. It's a poor goal, isn't it? It's a very poor goal to concede. I think it's poor because how close it was to the one we just scored. We hadn't even finished celebrating it. That's the problem. Yeah, that was the most gutting thing about it, wasn't it, really? You know, but, you know, that's that's the the magic of the cup, if you want to call it that. We've been in that position many times when we've been the underdog and we've put the goal in and, you know, the place has gone wild and, you know... I don't want to sound patronising or anything, but, you know, the Grimsby fans deserved that. That was, you know, what they came for and, you know, good on them. But yeah, I feel that I feel we're good enough to put it to bed next round. I do feel in them last 10 minutes of them games, there was potentially only one winner and it was going to be them. I did kind of think if we can just get one more big chance to Morris, maybe we can nick it. But I did feel as the game was ticking into them final seven minutes of added time that, especially when they got that free kick wide, I was like, they're going to win this. Yeah, I think um, that was, that's the one, the free kick, direct free kick. Yeah. yeah. That's what I got a bit concerned about. I was but like, oh, it's going to go in. In the end, it ends all square. We go to another FA Cup replay. Yes. <laughs> um, on the way to I the quarterfinals. On the way to the quarterfinals. Oh, I was saying Luke earlier. I actually might be going to that as well, weirdly enough. The quarterfinals? Well, we'll be at that as well when we get there. Well, yeah. You're going to Grimsby? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm, well, I'm not, it's nothing confirmed, but I'm, I was working on a plan on uh, So we'll see you here next Tuesday. On then, Saturday yeah. night. Nah. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm hoping not. No. I'm, I'm good. Like I said, it's not confirmed, but if. Um, you should if go. Me and a friend of mine can swing it, then it's going to be, yeah. Be a um, nice, uh, nice little trip up to Grimsby. Well, Luton finished with 62% possession, 12 shots, 5 on target. Grimsby's 38% possession. We have 9 shots, 7 on target. Um, had quite a nice little XG, didn't we? Oh yeah, 1.71. We've had XG lower than that when games we had more chances. Sorry, that wasn't a dig. No, I was, that's that wasn't a dig. By no, way. I know it wasn't that, a dig. It makes perfect sense. That's um, just like me saying that like, I didn't even really expect an XG of 171 because we, well, for me, we create absolutely nothing apart from that goal, obviously. Right. Can I ask a question? Did Jacob check the BBC's facts about us, that one? What one? This is the first time ever that Luton have failed to win a home game in the FA Cup against a side from the fourth tier or lower. Is that real? Well, I assume so. He says it's come from the BBC. He's probably okay. not made it up. Well, you don't know. <laughs> the BBC only looked back a small amount of time. I'm sure they're right, but uh, that's an amazing fact. Um, we wanted to focus on deadline day because that's coming up tonight as you're listening to this. Obviously, we did sign the keeper before coming on to do the podcast tonight from uh, Barnsley, Jack Woolworth, another Barnsley player. We had a chat about this in the car on the way here, didn't we? Because you were saying... We were, we both said it's a bit of an odd one. Yeah, I don't I didn't understand it, but look, we're sent Iced out the other way on loan, brought in this guy on permanent, and it's like, is he coming in to be number one? Is he is that potentially saying that Horvath's not going to be here permanently in the summer? What does this signing mean? More like Are we looking Horvath. too deep into it? Is it just coming in as backup, decent backup? What do you reckon? I think it's more like Horvath's on his way out, and he's not joining uh, permanently. Sorry, <clears throat> that's what I think because. Well, there'll be other Quite, te- there'll I mean, be maybe other teams interested. Tell me if in I'm him. wrong, but isn't Walton like number two at Barnsley? Not even yeah. number one. No, he's not even number one. So, so be- 
Why would we sign him to be a number one keeper for us? That's why. Well, 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 surely we not. Maybe we have it. We just want a stronger. And that's second what I'm keeper, saying. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just questioning. Obviously, after the questions were coming at us, but I'm just saying, I can't really understand. I mean, we've got Shay's coming back from injury soon. See, that's going to be a bit of a tough one. Obviously, coming back from a long, uh, a long spell out, but yeah. But Horvath, Horvath has got you know a, a lot better than when he first was in the six at the beginning of the season. He's he's got better. I, I wouldn't be disappointed oh, to see him. I wouldn't be disappointed to see him stay. At all. Oh, Horvath, so, I'd love Horvath. him to stay. I think if we can yeah. sign him for a couple of million or whatever, I'd definitely sign him. And definitely. I said going out the other way. I know a lot of fans I've seen on Twitter today, we always get this thing with Luton fans, whereas a bunch seem to really love it and then a bunch love to moan about the people that love him and it, it just creates this like mm-hmm. arguments on Twitter and stuff. But I don't know. What, I said going, he hasn't had the chance in the first team. Well, that's it, isn't um, it? But then again, do you just go... We trust the people in charge of the club that they know what they're doing here. Well, you've got to trust the people in charge yeah, of the of club because if you don't, you're, you, you know, it's their job. You're absolutely yeah. right. But he's not getting a chance to get in the team. So if he goes somewhere, he's got a bigger chance of getting in the team. He should do that and get some more experience and, and, and you know, hopefully it improves how he plays. That's yeah, the whole point of loans, of isn't it? Also, another thing as well we haven't touched on uh, is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Matt Macy. He's got to be on his way out, surely. Because well, he's on loan at Portsmouth now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he's got to be on his way out. I think permanently, like in the summer. But is or he something. playing? Is he playing at Portsmouth, or is he just got man in the match? His first game, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. So then, but that's good experience for him as well, isn't it? You know. And then, if you can cash in on those two and and get something better, then why not? That's I think you're just looking for that injection of something new into the team, yeah, aren't yeah, we? It's just a strange one. I mean, what is that currently? So what's that? Horvath, Macy, Wasted, and Walton now. And Shay, that's five goalkeepers. That's mad. Like, what are we doing? Are we just trying to, trying to I create know. stock I of goalkeepers? <laughs> but they'll know what they're doing. They'll know who they're going to get rid of. And you know, if and judging by uh, Rob Edwards' interview post Grimsy match, there is things already done mm-hmm. and waiting to be done. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see what that is. But it, again, it wouldn't surprise me if Cornick was to go. I don't want him to go. But it wouldn't surprise no, me no. if he does. But you've got to remember that these guys are only professional footballers for a very short amount of time. They've got to make as much money yeah. as they can, um, unless you're in the top, you know, the top divisions where you can, you know, be a bit more selective. Work for a couple of years and then retire. Uh, and you know, we all know that we work on a budget at Luton. We all know that. I think we've got a lot to talk about still. I'm just looking at this running order today, and there's so much stuff we probably should mention. Um, so we just mentioned Jack Walton signing. I stayed going at the other way. Um, obviously, we've had. Two more departures this week. We've had another one join. Let's start with, I saw this was posted on Luton's Twitter today, the correct pronunciation of Cody. I think it was Cody... Drama? Yeah, but it's pronounced like Dramer. Oh, Dramer. So, Cody Dramer joining on loan from Leeds. Bree obviously leaving to go to Southampton and <coughs> joining Nathan Jones again. Let's start with James Bree. How or were you disappointed when it was announced he was leaving? I was, well, I, yeah, I was, I'll be honest... I was gutted. Because obviously I've always raved about James Breeze, one of my favourite players. Great player. But unfortunately, when Premier League teams come in for your players, you cannot say no. Well, I mean, you can, but you don't really get you very far, does it? No, never. And it's never has. It's, it's always been that, that worry when you, you're supporting your team, you get to any transfer time, whether, you know, in the, in back in the days before the window even existed, you knew if you, your player was doing well, that is always going to attract attention 
for, from other teams. So normally during close season, I used to panic a bit about who weren't coming back. Bree was an obvious target for Nathan Jones to come in for obvious. So and then they they've been working on that for weeks, for definite. And uh, yeah, disappointed to see him go, but he's not irreplaceable, is he? And we've proven that. And like you say, Cody. Sorry, what was that great? I was just going to say before we move on to Cody, how would you sum up James Bree's time at Luton? Because I think he did have a bit of a difficult start. There was times where he was playing left back as well under Graham yeah, Jones. But I don't know, he has picked up in recent seasons and he has been one of the better right backs but in the league. Um, I thought he was, well, like I say, one of my favourite players. So I'm going to be pretty bit biased, but I thought he was brilliant. Like you say, he had a, um, <clears throat> a struggle to the start of his career at Luton. But I felt like in that season, in the first season of the Championship, I felt like a lot of players struggled. Maybe that was tactical. Obviously, you know, people... So you said about Graham Jones' tactics and whatnot, but no, look, last couple of seasons, I'd say this season, and I think the stats speak for himself as well, he's been one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Defensively and whatever else. But yeah, look, most, I think, was it most key crea- uh, chances created? I think <clears throat> he's got four or five assists this season. I mean, there was a lot of negativity on the Southampton fans that I saw saying, oh yeah, well, why are we signing a player that we've never heard of, an unproven player? But I, get, I get that. Well, I don't get it. I get the thing he's unproven, but look, man, this this kid will give it his all. Kid, he's probably older than me, to be fair, but... I don't think no, he is. I think actually, he's still yeah, quite young, Bree. He's like 24 or something, which wow. blows my mind considering he feels like he's been around for ages. Yeah. Um, well, good luck to him. We replaced him with Cody Dramer from Leeds, a uh, right back that's very highly thought of at Leeds. Uh, he was Cardiff's player of the season last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? I'm, I might be wrong here, but... I'm, Already feeling like that's kind of like I'm not saying upgrade. Yeah, I know you said. I know. Yeah, we had but it's like it. I feel that's a very good signing to come in and replace James Bree. Quality, very signs. good signing. Dave's like, I'm not no, heard listen, him. no, I'm not saying I'm never heard it. I don't know enough about him. No. Um, I know was there interest from Dortmund at one point, I believe, but um, I'm not surprised. Look, the management know what they're doing. That's all I'm going to say. We've got to trust the recruitment because we've trusted it all this time. Yeah. Um, and you're right. He is. I think I read on on some Leeds fans saying this will give him a really good opportunity to get some really good match time, at a really good team, and you know maybe he comes back an mm-hmm. even better player for them. To be fair, like say obviously about Cody, we call him Cody for the time being. Um, I feel as though that is a massive, massive signing for us. Like as in, I feel like there's teams that are maybe pushing promotion in this division or low-end Premier League team that could have maybe taken him. Yeah. I feel like he's that good. I've seen the guy play quite a few times. Very good. He's rapid as well, man. This guy's got I think, rockets in his boots. Honestly. Wait till you see him, Dave. You're going to be like, Jesus, no, where's no, he gone? He's, he's, like, <laughs> he's gone. And he's confident as well. He's very positive on the ball. So with Doughty playing right back against Grimsby and now we've got Cody Dramer coming in. <coughs> Obviously tonight, as you're listening to this, we've got Cardiff and obviously played there last season. Does he get a start tonight? Do you reckon at right back? Has to. Or well, who else is going to play at right back? Doughty, like we did on Saturday. He's not a right wing back, is he? I suspect they're going to put him straight in the team. Yeah, you, if he's that good, if he's that well respected, they'll give him a go. They'll have some backup on the bench somewhere. But uh, yeah, why not give him a go? Because he'll be relishing that, wouldn't he? Playing against his old teammates. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Definitely. And by the way, that was no disrespect for to, to Doughty, by the way. He's a fantastic player. Like, but for me, he's. I think he, he's better on the left-hand side than yeah. the right-hand side. Someone else that left this week, Cameron Jerome, uh, family reasons, having his contract mutually uh, cancelled and Thanks then signing for Bolton. 
Dave's gutted. Dave's <laughs> um, we can't say anything bad about Cameron Jerome, really, can you? No, because he's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, and to be nice. fair, he played his part in a brilliant season last yeah, year, didn't sponsored he? Sponsored by yeah. the age school. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I always do that one. Well, to be fair, not anymore. Well, but yeah, um, yeah he, he was a ni- really uh, I enjoyed his company uh, when I met him. And, and he's, a, he's a nice guy. He deserves a break. He, you know, he's getting to the end of his career. And you know there might be other options for him once he's got over this season. But Bolton's a good choice. They're doing. They're on a bit of a yeah, run, yeah. aren't they? They're on a bit of a run. And he'll get game time there as well. Yeah. Well, he did. Did he not come on the other day? Yeah, they're playing. Um, so you know he'll get something out of that. And then uh, I, I expect him to see see him coaching at some point. But for us yeah. though, he was. Um, I don't know. He, he come in to us as a people were going. Why are we signing Jerome? He's I was a bit 30, like that, to be fair, 35 yeah. or wherever he was, 36, wherever he was at the time when we signed he him. Brilliant. He has been brilliant. And we saw that goal away at Swansea, the one that Morris scores, but Jerome does so well to knock it past the defender. Yeah. He's still got them legs. He's still quick. and He's a strong player. Fair play to him. For me, he's a proper centre forward as well. You know, and his work player. rate is phenomenal as yeah. well, isn't it? Even like you say, he's 36 now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's no disrespect to someone to get, like, when get a few years older. I get that like, it's only a few years on your body, but... Apparently, people say it does take its toll, but no, nah, that guy he'd come on. All right, he wasn't playing full ninety. He wasn't playing many minutes every week, but when he came uh, on, when he came you, on, he, he knew he, he could. Yeah, he put a good shift in. Uh, he scored some good goals, and so, uh, and he was and freeing the whole people uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the run yeah, he did, and, and yeah, like I say, he, he was a what a professional throughout his whole career as well. Quality guy. So, yeah, like I say nice bloke, Dave as well, wasn't he? and um, yeah. But yeah. Josh Key, someone we're linked to from Exeter, is apparently right back, can also play centre back. He's out of contract in the summer. Swansea have had a bid rejected. We have gone in apparently with a bid. Um, I, I'm seeing Exeter fans say he's, he's he's a good player, so it could be a one that maybe comes in and fights for a spot in the first team. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we're signing him. He's a, he's a right winger, right back, right. Yeah, I think he plays up right wing back position, didn't he, for Exeter? But no, look, I don't know too much about him. But the problem is we don't know. He's well talked we, about, so yeah. We don't know what our budget is. That's the that's the biggest problem. We don't know how much we can spend on players, or, or what, you know. So we, dipping into the lower leagues is probably, you know, one where it's a development for the future. If we're lucky mm-hmm. enough to get one from anywhere else, it's going to be a loan deal, wasn't it? If you're going to build for the future, you need to have some permanent basis there, some blocks to build on and foundations yeah, yeah. to go from. So I'd like to think if we get him. He develops and he becomes a key player. I also great. also read about obviously um, Josh Key. He had uh, sorry Exeter turned down a bid from Swansea. I think. Yeah. Obviously, I think there's two or three championship clubs that are after him. So obviously, he's got to be pretty half decent. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, is he 23 as well? Something like that. Yeah, I think he's still listen, young. But, so, but, but firstly, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're good enough, you get in the first team. That's that was and what no, I was about to say was about his contract running out and whatever else. Yeah, I, I and because they have, like to, they have to cash in on it. Is it end of the season? He might have con- he might in, be out of a contract. Yeah, I did say that like five minutes ago. But. Yeah, but in the same, <laughs> oh, did you? But in Mate, the, I'm not really with it today. <laughs> no, I can no. tell. Sorry, but in the same way that we had to cash in on Bree because we'd kept him for another three, four months, he would he would be mm-hmm. going for nothing, and we get nothing out of that. So. Exeter will be keen if they can't secure his contract to get something for him and they're going to hold out for the biggest price, aren't they? And the biggest sell-ons because that's what that's what they do, isn't it? Um, we are massively running out of time, but there's still a few more bits to talk about. Cornick's been linked with a move to Bristol City. Um, Cornick, out of contract in the summer as well, apparently. So do we take some money for him now and or do we offer him a, or use do that offer money? Him a new deal. Or do you offer him a new deal? I'd offer him a new deal. Give him some more money as well. 
Yeah, but can we match a well, potential you, contract that Bristol City would be offering? Possibly not, but I think the thing we got worried about is Cornick's head t- might be turned because he p- possibly going to be going to play for the uh, best manager <laughs> in the league. So that's the that's the issue we've got. Also, when you've got you know, the best manager, it's a bit tough to compete with that. Anybody who comes in and offers you double your salary, I don't care, or, or half again of your salary, it don't matter what industry you're in, you're going to look at it. I think you've also got to remember Harry Cornell's been at Luton since what 2016, 2017 that maybe for him personally he's at a stage of his career where he's not starting every single week yeah. that if he gets an opportunity and maybe he's promised first team football and he gets more money yeah, more that work. Luton can just look at it and go you know what thank you Harry Cornell for everything um, we'll take that money now you go get your, your bigger deal you go get potentially first team football every mm-hmm. single week and start a new part of his journey. So yeah, maybe, maybe you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I guess we'll know if he's not in the starting eleven that potentially tomorrow could mm-hmm. go to the deadline that something could happen. And it wouldn't be held against him either if he left. Obviously, we'll still wish him all the well, uh, wish him all the best, sorry, and, and whatever else. But now, look, Cornick is one of those players. I think everyone loves him at the club. Yeah, hundred. There's always been doubts where he was good enough this this division and whatever else. And look, he's proved people wrong. Which I'm really, really happy about. Obviously, I was um, I was always defending Harry Cornick a few years back. A lot of people were saying he weren't good enough, but no, look, whatever happens, good luck to him. And yeah, do you look at potentially Cornick moving on? As I don't know if we discussed this on the way home from the game the other day, when but I don't know. It was just kind of like almost one of the final players, isn't it, from the League One, League yeah. Two days. Obviously, we've still got Shea and Pelly, but and Potts, but I don't know. It's kind of like. It's all slowly just, we've moved on now. And obviously we have to move on. You have to get better and you have to improve. But I don't know, part of me is a little bit sad that this is happening nowadays. But we still got Luke Berry, by the way. Still got Luke Berry as well, yeah. Um, no, it is sad. Isn't it? Teams always evolve, always evolve. And, you know, you don't get, you don't get players like Pelly staying forever with your team. That's, that's unusual and... And I think back to when, in the 80s, I, I couldn't believe that Ricky Hill stayed as long as he did and, and he wasn't bought by someone else. And you don't get that genuinely this day and age with football. So when you get someone like Pelly staying for, for as long as he has, you've got to go, wow, he's done yeah. well. And Cornick, you know, if he goes, it will be sad, but you just move on because everyone's replaceable apart from the fans. Um yes. We did put a couple of questions to you. Now we've had the FA Cup draw and it's going to be Southampton v Luton or Grimsby. I'm not interested about it, mate. How strong would you go against Grimsby now in the replay? Do we go full strength? Full on. Full on. Do you know what else? I think Edwards would want to do it as well. He'd want to go and pitch his wits against Nathan. So yeah, let's do it. Let's get out there. Can you just give Luke Berry a game as well? I'd love to see Luke Berry play again. But I oh, think... Gutted. I'm, we're not seeing Luke Berry. Just put him on a pitch and score a goal. He, always, he loves a goal against Grimsby as well. Yeah. I think we can go up there and put on a really good show and get that draw. That we're, And then now everyone can get a little bit more excited about it. Um, midweek trip to Southampton. I remember the last time I did that in the FA Cup. It wasn't so good fun. But uh, I've been there Ricky a few... Lambert scored 1-0. The like last it. time I went yeah. Uh, yeah. at the Dell. Oh, yeah, I've been to I've been to the you know the new ground, but the the, the game at the door where we got absolutely stuffed. And uh, I went to we went to Southampton didn't we in two thousand and five when Theo Walcott locked. Oh God, yeah, I can't remember who was in goal. Was it been Beresford that day? I don't know. Dino Ceramet, something like that. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was a long That's time. That's a throwback, isn't it? <laughs> but um, you know, you know what? It, and it, and again, this is going to sound a bit arrogant, but I don't mean it to. You know, when you when you look at all those Premier League teams. 
Southampton not on really good form. That's quite a good one to get and go to and, and probably get a result if you oh, if you play it's in a cup form. If you <laughs> pl- no, winning all their cup games. Frightening. <laughs> if you play well, there's a chance. That's what I'd look like. So I'd like to go to Grimsby full on, big team, get the result and get, get a couple of goals quickly and then relax and then um see what happens. Mm. Because, you know, we're all gonna go to Southampton, aren't we? Well, I know, Batara, you were saying... There's no replays that night either, so it'll be penalties. Um, Batara, I know you were saying you're kind of annoyed that the next FA Cup round would be midweek. But well, I'm not annoyed. I just prefer it to be on the weekend, to be fair. You look at... I know you're saying about the fixtures, don't you? The fixtures yeah, they have all, around yeah, it. I understand why. Leads away, Leicester at home, and you're kind of thinking if they are... You say that's a month away and they've got, what, three or four Premier League fixtures between now and then... They, don't they, know if, they, if they're going to need to win Premier League games to stay up, they might just put a throw, that, out, yeah. throw that FA Cup tie. I don't think they'll throw it away, but they'll they'll put a, a, a reduced squad in it if if it means that to, to, yeah, I know, to them. I know what you're saying, right? But I never really understand this thing about will they just make wholesale changes and just you well, know, they, well, forget will. the cup. But I don't really understand the whole thing of like if you can't play on a Tuesday and a Saturday, why are you a pro footballer? Why, what's well, because not I just feel like that's such a just such a poor response to people saying it's not that they can't play which means a poor response I, just, I, I don't know I just don't I don't, I don't I never get that statement oh well why can't they they can play on a Tuesday yeah, and a why, Saturday yeah, but why would they make wholesale, wholesale changes then like, to make sure the recovery yeah recovery rate and making sure that their top players are ready for just, the more important games in their eyes wouldn't you just train like less heavier a couple of days before or whatever I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm prefer- I don't. I don't know what so you would about. if you played midweek. Yeah, you would. You would train less heavily. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. You, should, you could have you like a full week of proper training. Mm-hmm. So like James Ward Prowse could have a full Monday to Friday to play the Leicester game of the weekend, or you go into a match day minus one the day before Luton. You then go to a a, a, a day after a match day, and then it's that's light recovery. Then that'll be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But I'm also thinking, right, in the Premier League, they don't really play many midweek games anyway. So why realistically would Southampton be going, oh, you know, because, midweek game, because, you play like because to make seven, eight changes? I don't know. Right, I'm just Because it's more important for Southampton's board and their fans that they stay up. Don't and it's yeah. more important monetary-wise that they stay up. But the, the difference is, between winning the FA... though? Is it injuries? Well, it's potential. Because it, I can understand the injury side of it and whatever else, but I just don't understand the whole thing of... It's more important to Southampton to... Throw it to... to but it, to keep those millions and billions of pounds that they get for being in the in the Premier League than it is to make one more round in the but FA don't Cup. you want more confidence by playing against Luton and potentially beating them? They should, probably should be beating us. Really I guess the way you could look at it is say you could have James Ward-Prowse at a 100% for the Premier League game if he's rested against Luton. But or you, you could have him at an 80% or an 85%. Tuesday till Saturday starts. though. That's a, that's a big gap. What would you expect Southampton to do if we don't beat Grimsby, what's the difference? Sorry, say that again. Oh, I don't really care if they play Grimsby. If we don't, <laughs> if if we we, don't beat Grimsby, but if we don't fun. beat Grimsby and Grimsby go to Southampton to play in the FA Cup, would you think oh Southampton going to put out a full strength team? Um, I wouldn't say they make too many changes. I'd say they'd probably make a few changes. Yeah, I mean, like well, everyone does, but you wouldn't make like just go. Oh, do you know what? Let's forget about the cup. You want to get through, surely? The fans want to get through. 
Yeah, but why would the you players want, want to get I don't through. understand the whole thing of, mm, yeah, but I don't think, I think, oh, they just think, oh, I think the management, the, the management, do that? the management team have a decision to make, don't they? I mean, what? I can understand if it was a checker trade trophy back in League One because no one really wants to be there. I mean, look at no. Portsmouth, they get so gassed every season. Oh, look at us, apart from this year, huh? <laughs> oh, look at <laughs> us, we're going to the final, we're going to Wembley. Well, good for you. You're in a checker trade <laughs> crap, mate. You can crack on with that. No one cares. The management team will know what their priorities are, and their priority is they have to stay in that. That Premier League, so I think he'll select a team that he feels is good enough to beat Luton, and I don't think or Grimsby. Let's put it that way, Luton or Grimsby. But they I can don't play James Brith. They want every cross yeah, just yeah, straight yeah. out of a goal <laughs> kick. Well, leave him alone. <laughs> sorry, no, that's poor. Sorry, it's too fresh. Um, cup look, tied. We are massively. Oh yeah, he would be cup tied, wouldn't he? Because he played for us in, in the FA Cup, so he'd be cup tied. I think. I think that's how it works. Yeah, he would be cup tied. Um, all right, that's all we've got time for. Massively overrun today, but we had so much to talk about because it's exciting, isn't it? It's deadline day, it's FA Cup, it's, oh, it's really exciting. Everything's going on. No one. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, thank you so much for listening today. Sorry. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>